out there in TV land, this is the official DLC Guys podcast show. I'm your host, Matt Bailey, along with my equal to Coach Press co-host, Mr. Xander Todd. Mr. Xander Todd. Oh, yeah. And we are coming at you live from the DF Dub circa May 22nd, 2019. Xander, how are we doing today? We're back. We're back. And we back, and we back. And we back. We, 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 you sing that song every single time we come back. We should, that's something, maybe that's just something we should say uh, every single episode. And we back, and we back. Hey, we back. I'm excited. I'm ready to jump into. I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, get back into it as well. Man, it's good to be back. Yes. Let's, let's, let's jump into some of the biggest news that we got. Uh, Xander. Have you heard of PlayStation Productions? No. You was telling me about this a little bit before the show, but I have not heard about it. What is it? All right. So, PlayStation Productions is Sony's new venture to bring all of their IPs, that stands for intellectual properties, into the movie and television arena. So they're basically creating video they're game cre- movies and television and shows. And television shows. Okay. Yes. I guess um how do you feel about this? I I, gotta, I think I, it's am- I think it's I think it's amazing because Sony has some of the best IPs out there because is um now now correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Naughty Dog a part of the PlayStation Yes, they group? are. Exclusive to PlayStation. So, so far, so far. So we have a chance of having so many amazing games that have great stories being told, being made into a movie. Yeah, I can see. You know what? Or I a can... TV show to get to get more depth of like character development or whatever. Remember, um, was it two years ago when we were watching PlayStation <clears throat> Experience or? Yeah, E3 when they had Michael Brian Bendis. What was that show that he did with Sony? And you can only watch it on PlayStation. Oh, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't remember the name of it right now. So they dabbled in this a little bit. Yes, but now they've they've made it totes of fish, bro. So okay, what video game? Ain't that Miss Evelyn? <laughs> we got Miss Evelyn walking by. Um, what video game do you want to? See made into a TV show. Ugh. Of course, Last of Us. Yeah. Um I would I would love to see um of course Uncharted. I'd like to I'd like to see Uncharted as a movie. And a lot get, of people already say that it's just a I mean it 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 is. Like, it is a movie, but I want to see it like adapted for the big screen because I think that would yeah. I mean there's there's tons of source material that doesn't necessarily have to be redone there's a great story there so you, so just bringing it there actually I don't know but here's the thing this is what makes me kind of weary is that I'm a huge Marvel fan right Sony has messed up Spider-Man numerous times Okay, and but so, Sony Sony doesn't own the rights to Spider Man, do they? Not anymore, but they used to. That's why they had to give them up because they kept messing it up. 
Okay, so we don't got to worry about that. <laughs> I know. So what's, so what's your problem? What's I'm your, what's saying your that their track record for making, for adapting things into movies is not that great. But the people writing for... Okay, okay. I, I, I see where you're going with that. My counter to that is you can't give a blanket statement for all that because we have su- we have games that have such great stories within themselves. Yeah. And I don't think I, I think Sony took something and they were trying to adapt, you know, what their their spin on a character that was already created that wasn't necessarily wasn't their intellectual property. Yeah. So they were trying to recreate something that was already there and then make it new at at the same time but but with with these games it's like they already have in mind what kind of story they want to tell and i think it could be i think it could be something along the lines of when halo 5 came out they had a podcast that came out called hunt the truth and basically it was kind of the backstory of what was happening what was going to happen with Halo 5 and what was going on yeah. with the Master Chief. So it was it was great great storytelling from that from that standpoint. And I, and it, I believe it kind of enhanced a little bit of the story even though I feel like the Halo 5 story was kind of garbage. I Did you ever play it or did you ever nah, see it? I never played it. Well, it was it, it was lackluster. I so what was the game on Xbox that came out and was supposed to have a show with it? And the decisions that the majority of the decisions that people made in the game would affect the yeah. Um, it was like Alan some, Wake or it was something I don't know. It, basically, wasn't what I'm it like saying, a, a superhero show or something like that? It was something like that. But yeah. I can see this being good in a way of um, it being very interactive. Yeah, with current games that could be. I mean. Have you been on Netflix recently? Sure. So, you know, some of those Netflix yeah, shows yeah. are interactive. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. The Bear Grylls one and then... Yeah, me and, and my the, kids did the Bear Grylls one. And then uh, the... What was it? Um, Minecraft Story Edition. Minecraft. Story mode. They also had... Uh, Black Mirror had one as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, haven't done right. that one yet, but I want to do that one. Yeah. But uh, I can see that being a, a success. I don't know if you can do that with a movie, but... Definitely with a television show. Oh yeah, that it can be um, interactive. I mean, I, I can see Nathan Drake, uh, Uncharted. I can see yeah. The Last of Us. Um, what's this game that they reached? Days Gone. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's one. I can see a show like that. And I mean, I don't know. I I got mixed feelings because of the whole Spider Man thing with Sony. But I will like be checking it out to see exactly what they're doing, and everybody is moving to this kind of um, platform too, where they have their own streaming, own original oh, yeah. content. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, I'd like to see like a Crash Bandicoot uh, TV a show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of TV TV series that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Um, what what other uh, let's see. So we're looking at the game list of Naughty Dog. And, Dream Zone, um, haven't heard of that. Can't, I 
Focus Power. I don't know. This they have they have a few games that are that are cool. Jack and Daxter might be okay as a, as like a TV show. Yeah. Um, we talked about Uncharted, Last yeah. of Us. Uh, what else do they have? Yeah, that's it. Last yeah. of Us. And of course, there are other studios too that yeah Sony has that they're. I mean, you know, one one that I I think would be pretty cool is. Um, I'd like to see kind of like an animated movie of Knack. Knack, okay, yeah. You know, I can I, see that. The storyline is kind of cheesy, but the gameplay is pretty good. So I'd like to see how they could. Did you play Knack too? No, I didn't play Knack too. Okay. <laughs> I remember when it came out. Like I played. Did I did I get Knack too? I don't know. No, I didn't get Knack too. But okay. I, I got I got the first one. I, yeah. I did like the first one though. So I'm I'm here to check it out. It would be good if it was, you know, just an added bonus to the PlayStation subscription, which it should be. Excuse me. I don't know if I would pay extra to see Sony content. It just has to be really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I completely get what you're saying. Um it, it would have to be something that is entertaining, yeah. And just like you can't not see it. It has to be like you know, Avengers kind of, or, you know, movie, that kind of movie status. That's why I said Last of Us is probably the, I mean, before The Walking Dead went down the drain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can see The Last of Us really digging deep into some backstories of other people, other experiences during the time of Last of Us. Speaking of speaking of that, did you happen to see uh, Black Summer on Netflix? Um, I watched it a little bit. Like it's crazy. It's it's cool. I think it's dope. Yeah, I like it, I like it a lot. Yeah, but I like it. It's it's pretty cool. I haven't gotten too deep into it yet. It's I th- I think it's pretty cool. I, I like I liked it a lot. But um, now, could we see? Speaking of you know, like Black Summer, could we see a movie coming first, then a video game with Sony? Because we're right now we're thinking video game to a movie or show. Yeah. Could we see the show or I don't think right I don't think right now. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I I don't I I don't see that happening. There's a lot of titles that they have to choose from. Um I I could see like a maybe a uh well somebody said a Gran Turismo movie. I could see something like, like uh, that. Fast and Furious. Yeah. Some some something along those lines uh, or something, but uh, I I don't I just don't see them making a movie and then having it turn into a game. They I, I don't think they have that credibility be, to be able to do that right now. Yeah, it depends on the writers and I mean the recruitment that they have because I mean we will all want to see a Games of Thrones game. I think like you know like. Mm. Yeah, we'll get into yeah, that later. Yeah. We'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But uh I mean I mean who is uh there there has been a couple of Game of Thrones games. Um, Telltale. Yeah. I, Telltale. I, I, Telltale did those. Telltale was good. I, I thought it was pretty yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, but I don't know. I I guess because of the type of gamer I am, I want to see all these games like open world where like I make decisions 
That yeah. and of course Telltale is like that, but it's still <clears throat> Telltale is one of those games where of course you make choices, but it's still linear. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can only make so many choices. Right. And you it's can not- only go certain places like yeah. within within your designated box area. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons I didn't like Telltale games so much. And I think they're gone now. Are they? Yeah. I think Telltale games are gone. Like but um, we'll see with this PlayStation production. Yes, we shall see. Uh, I'm not paying for. It, I mean, it has to be extremely like temp. Like you had to have a great TV show. But I'm not paying. Oh yeah. I'm tired of paying all these subscriptions. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. I I almost feel like subscription services have ruined us. Even though that's what we wanted, we we wanted. I we wanted to pay for content that we only watch but the way that we're getting this content is not the way that we envisioned it well what happened with it is that Netflix came out and changed the game yeah so everybody was happy then you have somebody like Disney that's saying hold on our content is on Netflix and we're getting this amount of numbers this amount of views from that content why don't we just make our own Streaming platform and cut out the middleman. Yeah. And now everybody is falling suit. Like CBS has their like I want to watch um the Twilight Zone remake with uh yeah yeah uh what's his name uh Jordan Peele Jordan Peele, but you have to buy a CBS subscription like I yeah so everybody is playing the content game and how do we profit. More off of our original content. Spectrum has their own TV show. So, yeah. Wow. I just read that, yeah, Telltale Games is no longer... Yeah, they shut it down last year. Why? I I, That was a surprise. I don't know why, but... (laughs) I thought they were selling good games, but you never know. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I am. My thoughts on on PlayStation Productions is I'm I'm anxiously waiting to see what happens. So I'm waiting. I am a little bit anxious, but not to the point where it's like I'm freaking out. It's like, come on, come on, let's make this. I'm just like, okay, cool. Here's what's happening. It's a lot of news coming out. With these, with PlayStation and Xbox, which brings us to our next point mm, of PlayStation and Xbox coming together for streaming for streaming games. So, what's happening right before our eyes is that the landscape for gaming is changing rapidly, especially after the Google Google what Stadia? Was yeah, it? yeah. Google Stadia is like uh, streaming games. Released. So like, the unlikely has happened. <laughs> like, we said they will never, and we have a pod, we have a podcast where we talked yeah. about this. We said they will never not make physical copies of games, and now we are getting to the point where that is, yeah, that is becoming a reality. And we talked, and I made this point in that podcast. When I mean, think about it. When was the last time you bought a music CD? been a long time 
even if you don't have a streaming service, you can stream it on YouTube. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. And now Microsoft and PlayStation are coming together, I think, and we I think we both think this, is because Google Stadia is really pushing them to the edge. Oh, which, yeah. Which is good for us. It is. It, I mean... I, I, I think it's I think it's about time that they have collaborated on something. I mean, it's always been Microsoft behind the curve to PlayStation, except for when you know for what five five six years when Xbox first came out, Xbox was ruling the world, and then PlayStation Four. Well, basically when PlayStation Two and PlayStation Four came out. Like PlayStation yeah. was ruling everything. Even the PlayStation games. Three was more technologically advanced, yeah. but it just was. The, 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 it cost so much. Yeah, marketing was just not yeah. very well. But the fact that we are at a point where, where nobody really envisioned this, and this came out of nowhere. So tell tell them more about it if you okay. Don't know. So so if you don't know, um, Google announced what that they were getting into the video game market with their device called the Stadia. And so essentially what the Google Stadia is, it's it's a platform that uh, is kind of like a streaming-based service for video games. <clears throat> In the same sense that you have Steam or you have Netflix, where you can access these games. And what they've, what they've essentially promised the gamers is it doesn't matter what type of device you have whether it's a phone a tablet a computer your hardware does not matter when it comes to playing top tier games you just stream them as long as you have a good enough upload and a good download speed wherever you are you can game yeah. and you don't have to use their specified controller however you can use that but it's you don't have to do that and their controller is just regular uh, no, their, their their controller is connected via Wi-Fi instead of Bluetooth, so it connects with just about every single device there is. And uh, they in the demo they explain how you can go from watching somebody play a game on YouTube and through the YouTube app end up playing the game within seconds. Yeah, I, and and like I said, if they can if they can follow through on this promise, it's completely going to change how games are played. I mean, it's you're already starting to see with Microsoft and so hey, Ms. Evelyn. Uh you're already starting to see that it's it Sony more than anything is what I'm shocked at because Sony has for years said no, we are not going to collaborate with Microsoft for, you know, for cross cross platform play. And you know who opened up this door though? Fortnite. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fortnite kind of forced them. They did. They did. To do crossplay. They certainly did. Yeah. yeah. And Rocket League. Yeah. But I yeah, think yeah. Fortnite was the Fortnite. last that, yeah. frontier for them. I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> and I mean, this shows you this is great for gamers. Oh, yeah. Great for gamers because now we're going to get the best of the best. I mean, so much news from PlayStation, though. Um, I recently saw a demo, and we'll show the video like a. The PlayStation Pro against oh, the yeah. PlayStation 5 and the loading times. You should be able to see it right now. Yeah, the loading time was what? I think it was like around 10 seconds. 
and then the loading time for the new PlayStation was like 0.8 Look seconds. Look at that. Like, Look at that. It, it's it's still going. And and they showed the... Um, it loaded several times. Yeah. <laughs> the before, the X, before the other one got done. Spider-Man loading screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, PlayStation is... They're, they're pushing it. And you know what? what? What surprises me the most is that... Why did PlayStation need Microsoft? I can see Microsoft needing PlayStation. But does it talk about why Sony decided to do it? Um, is it Microsoft established servers for cloud services? I know that's that's a good that's a great question because it seemed like Sony didn't really need Microsoft. They they don't. They they really don't. However, I think Microsoft Microsoft's reach is greater than Sony's. So I in the fi- US probably. Well, well. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um I think Microsoft has access to way more um what what's what's the servers? That's what I think. I think it's a cloud yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like what you're saying. Because because they have to I mean they they have all this stuff with Windows and pushing out all these different software updates for that. So of and course think they about have to... it like what Windows, like you said, exactly what you just said. Windows will allow them to almost do essentially, essentially, what Google Stadia is doing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It most certainly will. The that... only thing though is that Sony doesn't have that. It's still going to be limited. Google Stadia still has them because. On my Mac, I have a MacBook Pro. I can use a Chrome browser. Yeah. But I can't use a Windows browser. Unless I do some stuff, you know, some stuff that the normal person wouldn't do. Like double, was it? Double booting it and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, double booting. But, uh, I'm, as a gamer, I'm excited. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, did they give us any <clears throat> more details, though? Um... Not really. They they just they just said that they're teaming up to fend off larger gaming threats. And and shout out to the new president for Microsoft. He's not new. He's been there for a couple of years yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Ever, but, ever since they they fired uh, old dude, uh, it was like was it Phil. Uh, not, or is that the new dude? I don't know. Was it no? I, no, was it Phil Spencer? I think. I think. I think they. I think they did fire Phil Spencer right after he came. Right after the Xbox One came out, and they were like, "Well, you got to keep it. You have to keep your your Xbox on." And he was like, "Well, if you don't want to keep it on, I mean, and, we got a great great he, offline console, the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. You could go pick up." And then here is the kicker: we will always support the what was the camera that Microsoft had? Oh yeah, the Connect. We will always support the Connect. Less than a year later, the Connect will no longer. As a matter of fact, it was like six months, less than six yeah. months. So it became irrelevant. They came out. It, I don't know anybody that still has a Connect. If you have a Connect, just drop a picture of, of in, your Connect in, in in the comments and say, yeah. oh, "Can you even drop pictures?" I don't think you can drop pictures. Just comment. Let let us know if you have a Connect. Yeah. For some crazy reason, and what is, what do you use it for now? Yes. What do you use it for? But I mean, if anything, 
Yeah, um, I don't even think the Xbox One S or Xbox it's too One many X it's too many of has them. a port for it anymore. So and now you and have now, to have the original Xbox One. And now Xbox has this streaming Xbox that they're coming out with. It's supposed to be announced at E3. I well, it's, I think it's being released on the twenty fourth. Or pre-orders. It's already... Oh, they've already... Okay, well, yeah, it's I'm, been behind, I'm behind the curve on that one then. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see... And here's the thing, though. So, PlayStation has already announced that there will be a physical PlayStation 5. Yeah. Well, we don't know if it's called PlayStation 5, but this is confirmed that it will be a PlayStation 5. And now they come out saying that they're going to also do streaming. So, I mean, the only threat I see is Google Stadia. I can't see them being concerned with the Nintendo Switch because the Nintendo Switch is going to sell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just a niche group. Yeah, Nintendo, has, they, they have their IPs. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Did they give us a date on when they no. were going to give us more details? No. We don't have any any other details other than just that they they're they're working with each other now. Man, I mean, I guess the next step will be to see the pricing of Google Stadia. To see, I mean, they 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 got to compete. Yeah. So we're gonna get the best price either way. I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's great. Man, gaming is changing. And we couldn't be any more happy. Yep. All right. So with the new technology coming out. Um, Google isn't done. They're not done. They're not done. New, uh, new everything. Um, Google just announced that they have a new Google Glass headset or headset. Um that they are it's not really being marketed towards consumers but it is being marketed towards business businesses when was the first time we saw this was like three years ago right it was like four four years ago four or five years ago we thought it was one of the coolest things yeah i mean because they had you, you would be able to have something show up on your google lens google glasses or whatever google lens headset like if you if you were um, like an Iron Man thing. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? it? Was like if you were if you were doing Google Maps, like the turn by turn notifications would show up through your lens and tell you where to turn, where you're going, give you information, let you know who who is uh, sending you a message or something. Uh, yeah, and it was it was supposed to be amazing. Yeah, and then it I think the downfall out. was how would it be. In the public, like, could you imagine people <laughs> like using that no. while they're driving? Now, it would be cool for the directions, but you got to know there's some people that's going to be watching Netflix too. <laughs> yeah, well, if, if that like, was even, if driving. that was even capable of doing it, but then, yeah. but then you also have to account for people like myself who wear glasses. You're yeah. not going to be able to wear that, and then even for people that don't wear glasses, like. I mean, it was just a lot of restrictions on it. It had to be a super niche. And I believe that the price point they had was like out of the reach of like the normal consumer. Yeah. Or something like that. So it would it would have had to been a 
super niche group of people to buy this product. Yeah. Yeah. So they're bringing it back though. They they are. And and so the, the some of the information that we have on it right now is basically the Google Glass it's called the Enterprise Edition 2. Uh, the starting price tag is $999, so right at $1,000. And it's coming equipped with a Qualcomm Snapdragon XR1 platform, or excuse me, that's what it's powered by. Um, it has a 1.7 gigahertz G, uh, CPU built on something built into it. Anyways, and a battery, what, um, 50, 570 milliamp? Is that what it says? Yeah. Uh, 820 milliamp battery. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the battery got bigger, but it's not much bigger. Yeah. It's, for, for what it is, it seems yeah, like it's Yeah, it should be able to power. Um, it's got 3 gigs of RAM, 32 gigs of storage, an 8 megapixel camera, charging the <laughs> USB-C. Some people just Bluetooth 5. <laughs> like, okay, which sounds... That sounds pretty okay. It's kind of lower specs than what what I would expect for right now. But like my my question is, what are people going to be using this for? Yeah. In in the enterprise solutions in, in in a business setting, what are you going to use this? For? And here's the thing for for technology. Um, I love. I think we got to a point where. We just keep adding different features. Nothing is revolutionary right now. Yeah. Because you think about this, and I'm in the Apple ecosystem, but the Apple Watch, I don't see, like, any smartwatch, really. Like, I can see, I see the the pull towards it because you can do certain things, like your text messages, you can answer a call. Yeah. But, like, it's, it just feels like more features. It doesn't feel innovative. Yeah. Like, so these glasses, to me, feel the same way. Like, okay, I can put the glasses on, and I can see a screen in front of my... It just doesn't feel like it's take. I don't feel like we're taking that next step yeah. in innovation. It, it feels like an incremental update, not a significant improvement. Yeah, like, when the... I know I know how you feel about Apple, but you have to admit this: when the iPhone first came out, like when Steve Jobs was alive, that was innovative. Like the first iPhone, people were like, "This changed the game." Like people were using MP3 players. Yeah. People couldn't. I mean, we were excited about having Flash on the phone. Yeah. Oh like, my God. And I Apple, I, I mean, I was a part of Android then, but people that had iPhones, they were watching videos way before. I mean, when Steve Jobs was alive, Apple was ahead of the curve on everybody. I I won't say that he was ahead of the curve because a lot of the stuff that they came out with, they stole the technology and rebranded it as something as Apple's own something else they made it but they probably but did but they made they, it you gotta agree that they, they made were, it a thousand times better they were they were uh what's the word ingenuitive i don't know if that's even the right word or even yeah. a word but where where the ingenuity came from was how the how they 
incorporated it with their technology and how it was how it was marketed to the masses. Yeah. Because the technology had been out there, people were already using it, but it wasn't marketed to the common consumer because it was thought of as, hey, this is something that you, you know, hey, I got this. I'm better than you. you yeah. Know, I, I mean, people used I to think people used to roll up on people and, and like flex out. Where's your Where's your palm pilot, bro? I got this palm pilot, man. Yeah. Bam, bam. And I mean, we saw. Here's the thing. I think that, um, and this why I'm kind of like deciding what I should do. Like which ecosystem? I still love Apple. I wasn't a part of Apple when they first started, but I remember the changing factor was just how integrated everything was. Oh yeah. But um, back to my point, I just felt like during the Steve Jobs era, like we just saw technology jumping, jumping, and that may that may have been Android pushing Steve Jobs and Steve Jobs pushing Android. Yeah. You know they were pushing each other. So we went from Blackberries, Palm Pilots, uh, Heroes, the first mm-hmm. generation Apple phones. Like, I mean, now every phone essentially looks the same. They do. And whoever comes out with the first new design of a phone, everybody copies it. And yeah, like the everybody. Samsung phone. Yeah. Like Huawei came out with theirs. You know, and but theirs didn't break. And here's the thing, though, that's still like a gimmick. So yeah. th- that's that's the word I want to use. Google Glass right now still seems like a gimmick. It doesn't seem like something that I need that would change my life. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I, I, I understand. And what then you're gonna look like a douchebag. <laughs> Where like, uh. Oh, I can see the directions. I, can, I know where it is. I know exactly oh. where. It is. Let me use my Google Glass that I spent a thousand dollars on, and right. I'll get two hours of usage out of it before I have to plug it back up. It's like way to flex on me, bro. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> cool. I can see the directions too on my phone. Like I'll probably get there faster, faster than you. And I mean, you got to think about a thousand dollars. For a pair of glasses. Yeah. Which brings me up to uh, this question. Are we are we as a society or as consumers, are we are we saying, okay, we're done with VR and AR, virtual reality, augmented reality? Are we done with that? Because not much advancement has been made other than Oculus, which Oculus seems to be it seems to be the only people that are advancing the virtual world or I, virtual reality. They just came out with a headset. Yeah. Um, uh, what is it? Like It's like three, four, uh, four or five hundred dollars where you don't need any wires. You don't need anything to hook up. It has its own battery supply and will work by itself via, via its own battery, rechargeable batteries. But you can like view and do everything without be, having to seen, be hooked up. Have you seen Ready Player One? No. So in Ready Player One, of course, it's based off of off of a book, but uh, Steven Spielberg did the movie. It was basically um, this world where everybody lived virtually, like basically, like you kind of got on this. Um, you put on this suit, 
It was basically Half Life. Yeah, you put on this suit, you put on the VR. Not Half Life. I mean, I had to say next. Go, go ahead. And you step on this um, kind of a what's the little thing you walk on? Trackpad or yeah, something like that. Like a uh, what the thing that you exercise on? Uh, treadmill. <laughs> treadmill. Kind of like how many directional treadmill? Yeah. So everybody, everybody knew everybody through virtual reality, like. You earn things through tri- virtual reality, and that's how everybody lived. Like that's that's where we all think VR. You know, that's like the direction that everybody thinks we're going. Mm-hmm. But I think that VR will sizzle out. I think AR is the big thing. Okay. Could you imagine you- now with the Google Google Glass? Let's go back to that. AR, of course, augmented reality means that you can see the world as it is and have something like a screen like from the Google Glass to add things into the environment, whether it's objects for games and stuff like that, entertainment or information for work or for direction, anything, right? Could you imagine putting on Google Glass and going to your car and it augmented reality is telling you, okay, this is where the battery is. This is like just giving you information. Yeah. Like looking into um, the wall of your house with augmented reality. Like showing you where the studs are. Like just simple stuff that helps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something like, I think that's where like video games and of course, we were going to talk about that HoloLens. That's what they were trying to yeah. push, like especially with that Minecraft um, demonstration. That looks so amazing. It does, but like everybody... What happened to it? And why did it fall through? I think the technology is expensive, and for something to take off, the general public has to get behind it and be able to afford it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get. And I how get many, that. for you to have augmented reality, that means you have you have to have a lot of information being pumped through to, like it. It's just infrastructure right now. I think. I think the infrastructure. Yeah. Is too early. Remember, it was a commercial, and if we find it, I'll play it in the background. But there was a commercial where a guy had on the Hololens. I think it was HoloLens. I don't think it was Google Glass. I think it was HoloLens, but he walked in this kitchen, and when he looked, like, it was just stuff everywhere. Like, it showed him, like, information about uh, stuff that's in the refrigerator, like, ingredients for a cookbook or from a cookbook when he was cooking, but it was a whole bunch of stuff in the kitchen. Just, like, information. I can see that. I think VR Mm. will have its spot, too, but... I think AR is what I'm more intrigued about. Yeah, yeah, I I could see that. I <clears throat> I think with video games, I, I think what would make AR or VR more adaptable or more user friendly and make people want to get it is adapting it to sports. Yeah, I mean we. I mean, I mean, the how, NBA has done that this year. 
So you can right, sit right, courtside. Yeah. yeah. And that's 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 so dope. Imagine being able to imagine being able to be on like the the flying uh the flying camera at a football game. Oh yeah. And and just be there or be on the sideline. I think it's technology. I think they have the technology, but the profit the profitability is what they're concerned about. Yeah. I think we we had the technology ten years ago. I don't like know how did how did, bro? Now I'm getting into my my conspiracy theory stuff. Like the president, um, what's his name? Uh, not Reagan. 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 President Reagan had a telephone in his on his plane where he can call people. In the seventies. Yeah. Like we didn't have that technology for a long time. We didn't have that technology on the plane for a long time. But he had it in the seventies because it was Air Force One. I think I think it was a satellite phone. It it could have been. But I'm just but saying yeah, like I, I, the technology I, is I get what I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But for it to be <clears throat> presented to the public, they have to make a profit. So if they can't make a profit, they're not gonna bring it to the public. Yeah. So back to the HoloLens and PlayStation VR. Yeah, back to it. We both have PlayStations right now, PlayStation 4s. Yep, and I love it. And PlayStation has PlayStation VR. We both do not have PlayStation VR. No. What would make you jump to PlayStation VR? A job. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh... I want it. I wanted to it get it. It is expensive. I wanted um I wanted to get it. I wanted to get a I still want to get a, a PS Vita. But the, So would you if okay, cuz there's two points. There's the games <clears throat> and there's the price point. Let's okay. take the price point out. Okay. Would you just get it to get it or is yes. there even with the current games? I would get it for the ability to watch TV. Can you do that <clears throat> on the PlayStation? I believe yeah. with Netflix, yes. So it's kind of like watching it on a movie screen. Yeah. Mm, I can see that. But, man. Yeah. I think I, I'm just waiting on the the game. Plus, well, the the one game that I really would love, and I can't wait, and I and I will get this, is um, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, I don't I don't like a lot of scary games, but that one, I don't I wouldn't mind being being creeped out. But that's a game that they said that they're going to do, right? Yes. I'm talking if you could do any game, not just games that they announced. 
any game. I think it'd be so cool. Any game, I'd like to see. I would really love to see a an FPS done correct, done in VR like that, like Destiny. I would really love to see a Destiny game just to be able to view the whole world that you're going to, like when you're going down into like the the moon or you know wherever whatever world that you're going to. I would love yeah. to see that. Okay, let's. This is this for the OG Destiny players, but imagine playing the Dark Below exactly. with PlayStation. You know those big drops and big jumps. Yes. Do you? Here's the thing, like bro, we've seen clips of people, and I might shoot some up here, of people in VR just flipping out over the simplest like thing. I remember when we did it at at Best Buy. Yeah. And you were freaking out over Gran Turismo. Yeah, because that looked that looked great. Now, now a, a lot of the a lot of the graphics and the movements caused me to be caused me to really get nauseous. And I think if if the refresh rates and the technology was a little bit better, yeah. So it didn't so it didn't give me give you that kind of feeling. I think it it would have been a lot better. But I loved I loved sitting in that uh, that RX eight that I that I got to drive in. That was amazing. Yeah, I. Man, yeah, it it would definitely be a curve for people to wear because I can see people messing some stuff up. Oh yeah, like messing could up you imagine houses. even the division? Oh like, yeah, us playing the division and somebody flanks you and you turn around in your house and like your brain. That's the thing too. We don't even know. Like our brain, we're so immersed in it. Yeah, our brain can't decipher the difference yet. It can't. It really can't. Like people, we see videos of people like uh, with VR. Like it shows them high up on a mountain, and people are just like stepping so slow on just a normal ground. Yeah, because they're so immersed in the game. I, I, I agree with you too, that it has a lot to do with the graphics and refresh rate, but we're also getting into 8K territory. They're 8K. Screens out there now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And we're getting we're getting hardware that will have 8K technology. Yeah. Um. I, I I just I I want that ability to be able to see it in in a virtual reality. Yeah. Like with a PlayStation VR, if they come out with a PSVR two or something that has like 4K resolution in the eyes and it looks it looks great and not like not like blocky. Yeah, you got to see. Um, I don't like PlayStation VR. To me, it doesn't look good. It's a, it's one game that I like. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, what's what was that game? Super hot. Yeah, that that was pretty cool. But it's made specifically for VR. Right. So but, it's not an adaptation like of, okay, how would Grand Theft Auto look? With the limited graphics. Oh yeah, yeah. That game is specifically made for VR. But um, No Man's Sky. Yeah, that'd be another one. Something that has a, a giant immersive. And bro, world. as a person that, that I played that. No Man's Sky like for hours, like I love it. I love No Man's Sky. It, it relaxes me. But I'm I don't know like those dog fights in the spaceship would be kind of sick. I, and just dropping down into uh, different caverns and stuff like that. 
I don't know, man. Like your stomach would be. I know like, that's 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 the great part about. It. I, and I see I'm I'm a I'm a like a, I'm a roller coaster enthusiast. I love riding roller coasters, so that that's kind of right up my alley. So I, I mean, it, it's crazy how much your brain makes something real. Like yeah. what what Morpheus said, the body or the mind makes it real. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready for it. I'm I'm ready for it. I hope that the technology improves and the price also comes down. Oh yeah, yeah. but. Um, it, it should be interesting And with the news of the PlayStation 5 We talked about that earlier Being a more powerful machine With SSD memory yeah, And yeah. of course all these graphic cards Coming out for PCs If you want to build you a rig I'm pretty sure that they can handle VR oh, yeah. Way better than a console But um, It would be interesting to see Grand Theft Auto 6 With a VR um, Option Yeah yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. I, now, I'd like to see. I'd like to see all games have a VR option, um, where you could either, you know, play as a moving character. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, just, you know, just just even see it on Make a giant it a bigger screen. screen. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that would entice me. That would that would entice me just to buy it right off the bat. If I yeah. have the option to do that, you know, especially especially if I'm like, if I'm if I'm not. If let's say if I go to my my mother in law's house, yeah, you know there there's not the best opportunity to play through a TV. But if I have if I take the PlayStation and then I take the headset, yeah, man, I'm golden. It's and like you can I play on the IMAX screen, TV. yeah, from your point of view, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope. That'd be dope. Yeah, I I hope they continue with it. Uh, PlayStation is really the only uh, company that I see pushing it. Oculus, of course, but as far as from the console side, PlayStation VR. They have not given up on it. Nope. They're continuing to make um, content for it. So I want to. I want to see, see what. It. I can't wait to see what the next iteration of it is. Yep. Gonna look like. I'm excited. You know what would be a really good thing to see through VR? What? Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Let's talk about Game of Thrones, bro. Game of Thrones. Series finale. Series finale. Um, Before I, we jump into it, how did you feel about the see see without series finale? Series finale. I say out of a possible ten, I gave it a seven. <gasps> oh, I gave, it a, I gave it a seven. Interesting. I think I gave it a one out of ten. You gave it a one or four. You gave it a four? A four. You gave it a four? Four. You gave it a four? Yep. You gave it a yep? This is interesting because... You gave it this is interesting because? So you gave Avengers Endgame an eight. And you gave the series... 8.5. 8.5. And the series finale of Game of Thrones a seven. Yep. So in scoring, they're not that, like... So this is a good episode for you. It was okay. It was okay. Let's jump was, into it. It was better it, to me. I thought it was better than average. Um, and, and I put this out on social media on Facebook. You know, people. All I've seen is people crying, moaning, complaining about how terrible it was. But people, let's let us not forget. We all lived through the tragedy that was the show Heroes. 
We all lived through the tragedy that was the show Spoiler. Lost. Spoiler alert. Heroes ended horribly. It was terrible. With so her jumping off a thing. Yeah. The cheerleader. Yeah. It, uh, it's, and then they came back, and then it was just worse. Yeah. Uh, it's, and then Lost, just to find out that they're dead the entire time. But let me counteract to that. We also lived in a time where we had Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad to when, me, Breaking Bad to me is now above yeah, Game of Thrones. The pinnacle of how to end a season. <laughs> Who? What else? Let's for right now we'll put we'll put Breaking Bad uh, on on top of how to end a series, and then we'll see what Mister Robot does. Yeah, Mr. That's Robot's another... coming into their last season, and we're gonna, me, you are going to watch these episodes, and we're gonna talk about it because there is like some straight up theology kind of like podcast that we're gonna have to do off of the each yeah. one of these episodes. We'll do it. I have to get into it, but let's get back to this Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, um, I wasn't, I, I wasn't all that upset. I, I, I guess I was, I was talking to my brother about this. Let's let's I, talk about specific. Because I'm passionate about this. Because I watched all these episodes. And did you, did you get let down? And I knew it. I knew. Here's the bad thing about it. Here's the bad thing. We talked about this. I said, bro. I said this after the battle, battle of Winterfell. Yeah. Yeah. I said, bro. I feel like the finale is going to let us down so much. Yeah, you did say that. You did say that. And so I went into this. With not a lot of expectations. Yeah, yeah, same. And here. I still was let down. <laughs> <laughs> and and all right, let's start from the beginning. Okay. So the beginning of the episode, uh, we see Tyrion just walking, uh, well, looking at the aftermath. Of, I thought that was a good scene. I was like, I mean, given the past two episodes, I was like, oh, they gonna kill Tyrion because they they showed the person who was gonna die at the very beginning. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they about to show Tyrion and this dude about to die. I said, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't want that to happen at least. He should have died. He should have. Somebody should have died. But I'm glad that he didn't. Yeah. I, I understand that, but it's like, but somebody it's not the same show. Like, Game of Thrones was that show where the unexpected, like, where it wasn't a, like a fairy tale ending. Yeah. Which, which technically, I mean, it wasn't. I thought it okay, okay, I, I, okay. Since you since you brought that up, I have to bring this up. And I was again, I was talking to my brother about this, and we both felt the same way. He's a huge, he's a huge movie and TV TV buff. I felt what happened to Jon Snow was poetic. Yeah, I, I felt that was I felt that was he, that was the right way to go with him. It was, but here's the thing: this is why people are so upset. They. Everything was for nothing. They had an entire episode about how Bran went back and saw that John was the true king. Yeah. That was a waste of time. But do you think anybody cared at the end? Do, that, you, do you really think anybody cared that he was the actual throne after he had killed Danny? Do you think anybody cared? I know the Unsullied didn't care, and I know that the Iron Throne didn't. Or the you know why they didn't care? Because of the way that this season was sped up. 
let me tell you. If like they should have spent more time, it should have been first of all from the very beginning, and I I think everybody could agree. Mm-hmm. This should have been ten episodes. Oh yeah, there were a lot of storylines that were that were rushed. Yep. We didn't get to see. Look, I, I just had I was like, okay, this is about to happen. This is about to happen. Uh, Arya, she didn't get to use the many faces at all. No, she didn't. She didn't. That was so. What was the point of all that? Well, she got revenge on uh, what you call it? Yeah, on the phrase. Yeah, the phrase. But okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, it's it's just frustrating because it it felt like a lot of stuff was un, like, was assumed. Let me say it that way. Yeah. Various was sending out those notes, right? Yeah, what happened to that? We don't know. I assume that he was telling everybody that John is the true king. But it never was brought up. You know what? You know what I think I think happened is they must have gotten all his birds, all the little kids, um, after... Tyrion snitched. I think they. I. I'm left to assume that they rounded up all the kids and had, and did away with them or something. Yeah. Or had them killed because that that would be the only explanation as to why nobody brought it up in the council at the very. And here's end. that's the thing too. Like, it's, and sometimes I love art that allows you to think different ways. But I don't think it was executed in this. Like that's an you know assumption, what? right? That's that's a good question. I, I like like going along with what you said. I don't think. I think the the way it ended gave more questions than rather made us think. Yeah, and and Arya in the beginning, like what happened with the white horse? Where did she like? She just. I mean, it just felt like stuff was cut out. So, I mean. It gave us one of the best visual things, though, when Danny came out with the... The real story is going to be DLC. I know. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and and that brings me to another point that we're going to talk about a little later on, that I think that this is a money grab. I think there's a lot of factors that happen. I think there's a lot of factors that happen to why this was six episodes. So the writers are writing the next trilogy to Star Wars. I felt like they were trying to get done with this project as fast as possible. Mm. To get started on the next trilogy. So why why is the entire writing team writing for another movie? Writing for Star Wars. Why? Well, the two... D and D. Okay. So I don't... Not the entire. So that... But ultimately, D and D is the one that makes the final decisions on what gets wrote in and stuff. So I felt like they rushed it. They're trying to get to the next uh, project. Um, it's so many different ways I felt like this could have went. Like, Danny was, she was, she will ultimately become like the Mad Queen. But I yeah. felt like her dissension was rushed. Do you, do you into feel madness. like? Do you feel like watching everything, watching how her development played out? Do you feel like they were pushing her to be end up becoming the Mad Queen uh, from the get-go? Or you think it was just kind of something that happened as a result of um, 
the time that they the timetable that they were given. Okay, we got two more seasons left. Okay, we're gonna transition her into. I think from the beginning, because, I mean, it's it's kind of poetic. Like we know this in life, the things that you despise the most. Sometimes when you're so consumed about not becoming something, you become something. You know what? And so it kind of made her closer to her father. Because you think about it. Think about this. And we're skipping. We're going in and out. Just keep following with us. But at the end, when Tyrion was looking at the book, right? A song of fire and ice. Or ice and fire, whatever. Tyrion was not included in the book. But Tyrion really pulled the strings for everything. He really did. So you think about this. The history that we heard of the Mad King is not necessarily all the all the context. So she thought that she was avoiding what her father was doing by freeing everybody. But her father could have had the same agenda. And understood that like like Age of Ultron in um Marvel. Yeah. He was created to protect mankind. But when he saw everything that was happening in the world, he came to realization that the only way to protect mankind is to kill them because they're gonna destroy themselves. Yeah. So just going into that point of madness, she saw that okay, Cersei and her people will never Bow down to me. They don't love me. Destroy them all. But somebody right now is going to say that uh, the Mad Queen came in on her dragon and blew everything up, killing men, women, and children. They're not going to say, give the context. Yeah, yeah. So I think that she was always <clears throat> written as the Mad Queen throughout, like, they were going to that. And she kind of just accepted it. I just think that the depth of it could have been... Like, it, it just would have been more impactful, right? Yeah. Like, to where... Because what makes a good villain is that you can almost side with them. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can all... I see and what we you're were, saying. And we were on her side. I, 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 like, I, like what you, I like where you're going because if they would have made it... If they would have made her sympathetic as she started turning, I think it would have been like, oh, man, we didn't... When John Kelly would have been would have felt torn, but now it's like, yeah, she's got to die because she turned this way, blah blah blah, like all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and like the way that she her dragon died, like I, the second one, I think the first one. Yeah, it was just like you don't see them over there, <sighs> like, but you can dodge all of them, but you didn't see those ships on the other side of the rock. I felt like they rushed her. Like if you would have put some time into it, like. Her helping somebody was a con, and the consequence of her helping somebody was her dragon dying. We saw that in season seven when the night came. Yeah. So we saw that man. She was trying to do the right thing and lost the dragon. Then she was on the joyride and lost the dragon. Like so, she was on the vindictive joyride. Yeah, vindictive. There you go. And I think that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just felt so rushed. And I think that people waited too long for that to happen. Um, yeah. I think it was always written that she would become the Mad Queen. And I did love that shot, though, of her walking to talk to her army. 
and the dragon behind her. And it looked like dragon wings coming out of her back. Yeah, I thought that, that was a pretty dope shot. That was super cool. Um, kind of looked like the angel of death. Like, yeah. <laughs> she had on all that black. Yeah, like, yeah. That, she, she looked menacing. You know what? You know what I thought? I, and I kept thinking as she as she burned everything alive and then in the last episode and then in this episode as as you see her character turn kept thinking of the words of uh harvey dent harvey dent <clears throat> you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain yeah and that's exactly i mean it's it's so true and uh, it's like i believe that's that's the same characteristic of like Thanos too. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he was, he was good at, at one point in time when he was very young. It's definitely a trope. Like the yeah. writers use like to, exp- like, like I said, some of the greatest villains are villains that you can sympathize with. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I can't wait for the new Joker movie to come out. Oh, that's going to be so dope. Okay. But anyways, um, yeah, yeah, I, I I understand what you're saying, and I I agree with you. And I mean, so where we at, like, so she talked to her army, and after <laughs> here's the thing <laughs> that got me too. She starts running down how she freed everybody. Then she said that she freed the people of King's Landing. There's nobody <laughs> left. <laughs> There's nobody Well she freed them Of foolishness they're, they're She lives. killed them Yeah Like You didn't free nobody No No you certainly didn't uh, You killed them You destroyed the city And you killed them And did These death racky What They they just keep multiplying Like Yeah where'd they come from Like God. Yeah I Like Nobody said anything about that Bro I feel like That's why I, I'm like they don't. They just checked out. They did. Like they had the water bottle behind uh, Sam. Hold on. Speaking of checking out, I think the biggest slap in the face to us as viewers was giving Brand the giving Brand the throne. Oh no, we we gonna we gonna we gonna talk about it. We gonna get to it, but we gotta go down the line because if that was it, okay, that's I can. No, but that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> that's not it. That's not it. Bro, so John, so Tyrion, Tyrion is probably one of the best characters. He is the best character of the, of the show. In the show. So he goes down to, um, well, he walks, he goes down to the red, below the red keep. Where his brother and sister should have escaped. He sees that it was shut off. Here's the thing. I thought that that whole place had collapsed. It seemed like yeah. the bricks just fell in one spot. Yeah. Like, y'all yeah. couldn't dodge that? I heard I heard somebody say, like... <laughs> like, Tyrion you know, if they, if they would If they would have been, like, two feet to the left... Yeah, like... <laughs> it would have been okay. That's what I'm saying. I, I just feel like they just checked out. Like... That's not, that's not yeah. what we expect from Game of Thrones. And he he was able to get through that. He thing just walked. So easily. He just walked through like, like they just piled a whole bunch of stones right there, and yeah. 
of course, we see um, Jamie's hand. But you know, and what? it was emotional for no, no, eh, bump that for Tyrion. Bump all of that. She got off. No, she did free. Now I'm not talking about. I'm talking about between Tyrion and Jamie. I can understand the emotion right there. She should have been eaten up by them dogs. And and I've heard this. I've heard this from people that uh, said that the reason why they're okay with Cersei dying like that is that if she would have died any other way, she would have been in the history books. She would have been, like, they would have talked about her. Like, her dying in such an insignificant way, like, nobody would ever remember her name or the Lannister name. And I kind of went with it a little bit, no, but then I said, that no. no, she did so much crazy stuff to people. She she freaking blew up the sept. The dragon should have bit her in half or something. She, she killed dozens of innocent people who were there to see a trial. Not just that. Yeah. Dozens, or maybe maybe even hundreds, hundreds of people. thousands of people because she blew up that whole radius. Yeah, she did. You, you're <laughs> right. She she probably couple couple thousands of people who were innocent, innocent. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Pinky. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I and she she got off she got off scot free. I was not happy yeah, with that. I was one either. bit. I wasn't either. And then to see. Okay, she got a little blood on her face. At least show me her skull split open. Yes. Like she got all nice and comfortable and right? stuff. Right. It looked like she just went to sleep. Yeah. And I can understand Tyrion and, you know, crying over his brother. But it it just felt like they just gave up on it. You know, it's just like, okay, kill him. And you know what? I, okay, here here's the question I have. Or maybe the skull, like in the red keep, like falling on her in the tooth of the skull, like going through her body, like something. Yeah. Like where it's symbolic, you know, like the dragon bones that they, you know, bragged about killing. Like let that be the yeah. one that split her in half or something. Like, yeah. I yeah, Cersei got off way too easy. I, I, I and, and like remember, we thought that she was gonna be alive still. So when he yeah. went down there, I was like, oh, my God, she's going to be alive, and she's going to die. She's going to die like she should die. Like she should die. And I was upset. After after that happened, then I was like, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. I'm yeah. out. And I was I was very numb to most of the episode because... This was an hour and a half episode, I was too. I was numb to the episode before because the way that the previous... The, the third, uh, third to the last episode ended, the Battle of Winterfell ended. That would that to me should have been the whole crux of everything. That yeah. it's like okay, I thought it was gonna be a three episode type of fight where they retreat, they end up retreating all the way back to what you call it, and then they have to fight both of them. Yeah, at, at the, the same, same time. time. And I was Cersei, expecting, yeah, and Cersei could see the yes. Night King and. I would have liked that the Night King killed Cersei. Like that would have been dope because of her unbelief. <laughs> and then, and then have her become like so she, yeah. It, it was there's so many ways it could have gone that I don't understand why they didn't go. That it just like after after that battle, 
everything became numb. Yeah. You know, the serious death, it it, it didn't matter. Um, who, who, Danny's death didn't matter. When, uh, we we gonna get to that. When I saw uh, when yeah. I when I when I saw Danny's death, I was just like, "Hold on, we gonna get word. to it. We we gotta dissect this thing because you said a seven, and that's why I say I'm gonna go down this list, and I'm gonna ask you at the end of this podcast, <laughs> what grade did you give it? Because you know how yeah. I am when I look at stuff. Oh yeah, like I'm a story writer, man. I want to see like that's what drew me into Game it's of Thrones, substance. like. <sighs> It's not a lot of different shows that I like to watch because I feel like they're so predictable. We we gonna get a thousand subs off of watching uh, Mr. Robot. <laughs> like, let him know, son. So after Cersei's, we see uh, Tyrion cry over his brother. Definitely didn't cry over Cersei. Of course, she looked like she was super comfortable. Uh, so now we go to. Where she's talking to the army, and mm-hmm. she says that she frees she, you know, she starts from the beginning, and how she told them that she would, that we would defeat the men in the iron suits and yeah. tear down their stone walls. Okay, they did that. Ripped them up, root and stem. She talks about how she freed the people in Marine and all this. And then she goes to say that she freed the people of King's Landing from a tyrant. Even the tyrant that was in charge never considered of... I mean, she did blow up uh, a building. But she never would torch everybody. And you know why? You know why? It's because her father told her that people are resources. They're the biggest resources that you have. If you can't, if you can't handle, if you can't manage people, then you have no business. And Tyrion knew this. Any type of throne. And told her, you don't want to be queen of the ashes. Like there's nothing there. So now we see the ash just falling everywhere, which which leads me to believe that all these people will have cancer in the next. <laughs> There wasn't no atomic bomb that went off, but well, I guess the fire ash getting into your lungs, like you yeah. breathing ash. But that's... I actually thought all that was snow. Yeah, but it never. They they confirmed. I mean, winter is over, and it never yeah. snows in King's Landing. Yeah. So, the Night King is dead. Winter is over. It never snows in King's Landing. So this this is how we know that it's just ash falling down. Yeah. So. Um. She's talking to the army. She talks about how she frees the people of King's Landing. Tyrion walks out. And John is hearing this. And she proceeds to say that the war is not over. That there's more people to be freed. And she crucified a lot of the oppressors. Okay, that's cool. We can see. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm but thinking- some of those people didn't deserve to be crucified. Like. Yeah. They were just a part of the noble families. Yeah. So yeah. if you were a part of the family, and, and we can kind of say, okay, that's a, that's a generation that needs to be destroyed because they were slave owners. Yeah. But when she said that she freed the people of King's Landing, I think John was like, hold on. You didn't free them, you killed them. And yeah. now you're talking about going to other places 
to free them. How you gonna free them? You gonna burn them down too? Like, yeah, John was pissed. John, yeah. John was John was pissed. He didn't want he didn't want to have to do what he knew he had to do. Yeah, and so he was give, he gave her every single out. And Tyr- he, Tyrion, he came with that static real talk. He was like, well, uh, it brings us back to Tyrion too, because he he wasn't gonna do nothing. He just was like. She saw her friend's head get cut off. So Tyrion comes out. He's hearing this speech. And he's he's done at this point. Yeah. Like he just saw his brother down there in the Red Keep. He saw all the men, women, and children like torched. He's like, I can't do this anymore. I don't care. Like she already knew that she had, that he had released um, his brother. So... And you know what though? What? I was surprised that she didn't kill him right there on the spot. I was too. I thought that I thought that that was it when he th- <laughs> he looked like a little child. Like when he threw that thing. <laughs> hey, why? Because his little arm? I don't know. Not I don't know. It just seemed like a tantrum tantrum. But you're not my dad. <laughs> and so I thought, okay, uh, Grey Worm is about to cut his head off. But she didn't. She just took him to the spot, and then Arya pops up. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of funny. I th- and and she just made a little scenes, that, like she knows a killer when she sees one. Yeah. But uh, that brings us to speaking of Grey Worm. It was a conflict between him and John. Uh. Grey Worm was about to execute the surrendered soldiers of King's Landing. And John was like, hey, they're already defeated. And then they gave each other this little look. Why? I'm sorry. I, I got super hot because the episode before of the Bells, they give each other this look. Like, yeah. you're not with us. Then they do it again. But nothing happens. Yeah. Him and John should have fought to the death. They, they should have. And so, okay, we, we're moving along. Like I said, I'm going to ask you again at the end of this discussion. Still seven. We go to the point where Tyrion is in, I mean, he's locked up, I guess. He's guarded. Mm-hmm. Uh, John has to give up his sword to go talk to him. And pretty much Tyrion says that, hey, you know what you need to do. She done lost it. She, Tyrion talked about how he saw his best friend, best friend, uh, Various, get burned alive, knowing that he was correct in what he was doing. Yeah. Um, it's about he. He's like, I'm about to die, as well. But John, you know what you need to do. Question. Yes. If Danny. Still would have burned down the city, but his brother and sister would have gotten out. Do you think he would have given up his handship of the king, handship of the queen? If she, if she would have heard the bells, and and she still would have, if she still would have did everything that she did, but Jamie and Cersei got away. Do you think he would have given up his handship? Nope. I think the only reason he did that is for Jamie. 
uh, he loved him, and it was kind of like a debt that he could pay back. And he wanted them to go away and just live obscurely off the grid. Yeah. So I think he would still been the hand because he would have saw the mercy that she showed to the city. Yeah. And she still needed a an advisor for King's Landing because who knows King's Landing people more than No, no, but I mean if she would have still would have burned down the city. But but Jamie and Cersei got away. Oh, yeah. He would have he, he would have still You think he would have He was done. He would have given it up? He was done when he was walking through the city in the beginning. Interesting. I I Why would he stay? After she said that she was that she never physically said it. She kind of gave a look. She did. She did. You're right. You're right. But, and I and I paid attention to that. She did not say that she was going. But to whether leave. you say it or not, this is not like a a, a small thing. You yeah. torch innocent people. Oh yeah. So I think he still would have. I mean, because what? Where else do you go? But see, this is my thing. Were they really innocent? King's Landing people. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. There's, they didn't. They didn't revolt, even though she had killed, she had murdered people. They, the King's Landing people, and I heard this before too. Like, oh, they deserved because they were the same people that were cheering when Ned got his head cut off. True, that's true. Here's the thing. They don't have the context that we have. No. In their mind, Ned was a traitor. And traitors get beheaded. But here's my... Okay, at that same token, here's my counter to that. When Cersei had to make that walk of shame... Yes. Shame. You get it now. Yeah. I'm so glad you get it now. When she had to make that walk of shame, they were spitting in her face. Because of... Here's the thing. Any society... And this is a lesson for anybody. Any society that you grow up in, that you live in, they're persuaded by the people at the top, whether we like it or not. We as viewers have a unique perspective, right? We're we're right. living outside of the society that's being built at King's Landing. Right. So everything that we see, <clears throat> we see the, the inside of the politics, the outside, they don't see that. All True. they know is that there's a queen. She sinned. That was her punishment. She was atoned for her sins. That's it. That's that, true. So, I, I don't buy like people saying that people the people of King's Landing deserve that. Because that's like saying that, and I'm not, I'm just using this as an example. That's like somebody from a foreign country coming to America Destroying America and saying that the people deserved it because you have rapists, you have uh, that's a good drug point. peddlers here. That's a good point. Not every, every society has their bad apples, but not everybody deserves to die. So, like, I think these are people getting emotion because emotional because they are on Team Danny. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Okay, okay, I'll agree with that. I and agree. so wholeheartedly. I agree. Exclusive. So, I agree. That's why I think that uh, Tyrion um, would have gave it up no matter what. Okay. And so now, 
Here we go. John talks to Tyrion. Proceeds to go talk to Danny. He hasn't talked to her directly since <clears throat> this all happened. He gets to the doorway and we see the dragon there. The dragon sees that it's John sniffs him and like, okay, you can pass. Why aren't there any unsully there? She wanted a moment. I mean, she had the dragon out there. Why not? Yeah. What, what, do, what do you need Unsully there if you got a dragon? Nobody didn't Great Worm knew that John was up to something. Just the looks that they gave each other. So, I don't understand. Like, I understand. Like, the dragon is right there. But they understand that John is the biggest threat to her now. And that's what Tyrion said. That you're the biggest threat. What you think she gonna do to you? So I'll let that pass. I'll let that pass. I did love the scene with the dragon coming up out of the ash. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty scary. And so he goes in there, he sees Danny, and we see the prophecy that we saw in That's just, season dream six. That she, dream that she had. The dream that she saw. Was it season six? I think so. Or she the, said she... Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. So we see her there, and we know. We know what's about to happen. He comes in there, he talks to her, and she says that she says one of the most I think the line that pushed John over the edge. They start talking about she starts talking about friend and people and this. John comes with that yeah. static. So who who is good and who's to say? And she says they don't give a chance to decide. Yeah. Like that's the most tyrannic thing you can say at that moment. Like people chance. don't get to choose. Yeah. So John stabs her in the heart with a uh, Ninja Turtle Raphael weapon. I don't. <laughs> I, I, it was like in the gut. Yeah, like in the heart, in the gut, somewhere around there. And you hear it. And at one at at one moment, I thought that she stabbed him. Like in a split second, I was like, "Who stabbed who?" Maybe <laughs> maybe me hoping that something. Something different was Different would happen. happen You know I didn't think for a second That it that it that I'm talking about John For a millisecond it. I thought that You know That it, Like just something Give me something That Yeah I didn't expect Yeah Yeah So She dies She lays down A little blood out the nose A little blood out the mouth Like just a Just a little just, stream just this is the same show that had the Red Wedding. Let me remind you. This is the same show that we saw somebody's skull explode. Same show where you get you see a lady getting stabbed in her pregnant belly. Yes. Like the only thing they didn't times. show was the baby getting stabbed. Yeah. But just a little, you know, just just a little stream of blood. And Drogon he has that connection with with Danny. Danny. So he comes up there. He looks at and here's the thing. He looks at John. Hold up, I smell new shoe. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at Danny, tries to and that was a cool moment where he's trying to wake her up. Then he blows the fire and I'm thinking Okay, this is where John gets hit with the fire and he comes out unburned. Yeah. And then, then Unsullied runs in there 
and Me sees too. him as the true king and he rides the dragon and okay let's go no no, no that's not how it happens he burns the the throne down scoops up Danny and leaves <laughs> You know when I it was is, it was two it was two people I saw this I thought this was so funny I'm a I just have to say it before I forget somebody said that either the dragon was extremely smart or extremely stupid <laughs> he was extremely smart because he said that the iron throne was the symbol that killed his mother that she wanted it so bad that it consumed her and it ultimately killed her. Mm-hmm. Then somebody said he could be the stupidest because he saw that he was stabbed. She was stabbed and saw that the throne was made of swords <laughs> and thought that she got poked by the throne. <laughs> it burned it down. <laughs> Bro, I let me tell you this is why oh, I this, this is why I said a four. Even in that, bro, I was like, no. Okay, she's he's gonna burn the throne in the the molten lava from the throne will encase Danny, like some symbolic, like con- consumption of the yeah, throne. Yeah. No, not even that. And then it goes black. <laughs> Three weeks later, you know, you know what I believe happened. I don't think you're gonna like it, but I, this is what I this is what I wholeheartedly believe happened, and. I don't think I've heard anybody talk about it. I think in that instance where the that Drogo looks sees John after he can't wake her up, and he's about to like spit the fire on him, and he goes to the other side and spits it on the throne. I think at that point he's being taken over by Bran, and Bran is now controlling him to burn up the throne. I be, I wholeheartedly believe that's what happened, and that's why he was. That's why John did not die because any uh, for any other reason, John would have been dead. That. John would have been dead. But no, I mean he would have wouldn't have been. Drogo would have killed him. But Drogo. he was a true king. Drogo he was the, knows he was a true king Targaryen. But he killed his moms. But he can't be consumed by fire. Not necessarily. We don't know that. He's the only half breed. Yeah. And that we don't know. We we do not know unless yeah. George R. R. Martin, which I need that dude to get healthy so he can finish writing these books. Oh, it was so rumors get... that those was already finished. That huh? he just. It was rumors that they were already finished. That he just said that to to help the TV show. He he ain't done it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Now I, that's an interesting. Let's let's get back to that. That's an interesting view that Bran took over the dragon. And this is a problem with Bran. So Bran knows the future and the past. Yep. He's able to control creatures. Is he and people? He's just it's just he is as <laughs> let me let me how do I put this? He's a tool. He is a <laughs> he's a tool, but he's a extremely large safety net for riders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's a big excuse. That's it. 
I agree with that. He's 100%. a wheelchair excuse. <laughs> okay. All right. I've never heard that one. I, you're right. I've never heard anybody say any, say that before. But that's what I okay. believe happened. Let's just say okay. Brand took over the dragon. Okay, he scoops her up, and it goes black, right? Hmm. I don't know if they gave a time period. But no, no, they didn't. We they know didn't. that it, it was some time. It was a couple weeks. Uh, for the we know it was a few weeks. And we see them in the in the arena. All the people, um, Great Worm bringing out Tyrion, and they're there to decide on the fate of Jon. Tyrion is like, y'all need to pick a queen. I mean, a king or a queen. Yeah. To decide. <clears throat> so, I just felt like after, everything was just drawn out so long. It like, was. It was. And so they're there, and uh, Sansa's uncle stands up. He thinks, <laughs> she tells him to sit down. <laughs> sit your $5 bo- down before <laughs> I make change, basically. <laughs> so that was funny. Sam, is it Sam? Brings up that yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we should let the people decide. And they laugh. Ha ha at democracy. Okay. That's a cool little joke. But I'm pissed at this point. Yeah. So I'm not laughing at nothing. <laughs> you know, like. So they go through this whole big thing. And this is the most kick in the face. This is a big kick in the face. And you still saying seven to this point. Yeah. Tyrion says that we need a king that has a story. And who better has a story than Bran? And I say, no. John has the better story. John died. Came back. John fought White Walkers. John went beyond the gate. John saved the Night Watch. John was a bastard. John was a warrior. John has the better story. Mm-hmm. So that logic of Tyrion saying that a boy that fell <clears throat> down <laughs> and like this, okay, he became the three-eyed raven. Okay, John came back to life. John was a warrior. Wasn't supposed to be anything. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm going to tell you why. It's still a seven. And why that logic is superseded. So, the reason that logic is superseded has it, it, it hinges on the fact that the Unsullied were only there for Danny. The fact that John killed him, which to them, hey, it doesn't it really. It's really not that huge of a deal. But the fact is. They were loyal to Danny, and John killed her. And the only penance for that is blood. The only penance. Now we saw they Joffrey. Went, they went as soft. King. Exactly, it, and and that's the point. That's that's the whole point of this Game of Thrones. Is not everything is so cut and dry. And we saw that with Ned Stark. We saw that with uh, his son. Uh, what was his name? I've, who died at the Red Wedding? 
Uh, Rob. Yeah, we saw that with Rob Stark. We saw it with Jon Snow. He did the right thing and got killed for it. Just because it's the right thing to do doesn't mean that it's going to work out. This was the only way that they could safely not have a war that they not have a in another war right then and there, which yeah. they were not equipped to let's, win. Let Sansa be the queen. I would have been more happier than it. She didn't. She wasn't gonna. She wasn't gonna head to King's Landing. She hated King's Landing. Yeah, of course. Anybody. And, let me tell you what Brand. Brand said as much as I Brand doesn't he throughout the whole eight I don't, I don't want to be queen here, I mean here's, king here's, I don't want to be king here's and my then thing. oh why do you think I'm here I said you fucking <laughs> here's here's my thing right here's why I don't have that big of a problem with it if you're rocking with Tyrion and you've been rocking with him from the get go and how smart he is, then to go against him now would be the wrong thing to do. Because don't you think that he knows that Jon Snow has the better story? I think. But he's, so, so I'm he, looking at this from two different points. Jon right? Snow can't be in play for the throne. He he just can't because there's going to be revolt after revolt after revolt, yeah, and then people are going to die. More people are going let to die. Him die. That's let's see now you now that's you're just, Game of Thrones. You're reacting with your feelings. That's, no, this is what I'm saying. Did, look at it from this point. Okay, I understand. Okay, Bran, Bran is the the best choice. I agree. Yeah. Right. I think that they copped out. That's the only. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. Most definitely. Because now you got a guy. Of course, he would be a great king. He can see the past and the future. Of course, he would be a great king. He's the la he's the last true male Stark, of course. We know that. It just seems so obvious. It is. That's the thing. That's what gets me. Like, not just this decision. It's just things stacked on top of each other. The whole way Danny died. The whole way. Um, a lot of things that we saw in previous seasons meant nothing. Arya with the many faces. Okay. We sat through four or five that episodes now, just that, for... That did not mean... that didn't. You can't say that that meant nothing. Because if that's the case, then there's no way she would have been able to defeat the Night King. Absolutely. You, you, can't, yeah. you, can't, throw, you can't throw Arya into that argument. But, did, but she didn't have a different face on. It doesn't, like that, I'm it doesn't saying matter, this. but she she learned she learned how to fight. Yeah, she did. But it's a lot of people that can fight without using. And she faces. learned she learned how to to sneak around. She learned how to survive, and she learned. I mean, all the all the skills that she learned when she was uh, training with the mini face god, Jogan Hagar. That's those are skills like the the sword drop. Those are all things that she so learned. So you're telling me that. There. Um, John didn't know how to do that. I mean, John wouldn't thought to do that, but I feel like that's a common move. I didn't see that in plenty of movies where they dropped it to another hand. But we've, but we, there was a point of it being being shown with. Yeah, Ari. I agree. I'm just saying, like, this is what I'm saying, and I think this is the point that I'm making. And I think this is why I gave it a four. 
Um, let me back up. When you have a series finale, of course you're going to have so many opinions on how it should end. That's that's undeniable. It's going to be people that wish it happened this way, wish it happened this way. I accept that because there's only one way you're going to get, but there's millions of opinions of how it should have ended. Yeah. That's any show. I just felt like this show, it felt like they checked out. And it frustrates me because after Danny died, you really could have turned it off. After they announced Brand, it was fanfare and just a whole bunch of... All right, we're to this point, to my main point, that makes me so frustrated that made me give it a four. I felt like... For HBO, for the writers, that this was a chance to make more money. Instead of giving it a great umph, a great legacy, they kept everything so open so they can do other shows. So they are more concerned about keeping things open to make money instead of giving us the great finale. Like Breaking Bad. With that finale, it was it was a little open too. We never seen him die. Spoiler alert. But it but it it was so satisfying those last three episodes. Yeah. You felt the mood just change. This it felt like, okay, now we can do a show with Arya. Now we can do a show with John. Now we can do a show with um Grey Worm. Like everything seemed like Get ready for the next spinoff. You know, like, it wasn't that Game of Thrones dramatic, like, wow, I've never seen that coming, and yeah. we're going to talk about this for years. And people can say, remember the Red Wedding. Like, just, we'll never, like, it's not a one or two word thing that we're not going to be like, man, brand. <laughs> I mean, we're going to remember it for forever, but just not for the right reasons. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I mean, everything you're saying, I, I and, wholeheartedly and I, agree with you. I love this show. Like, I but, really love this show. So, with me giving it a four, it's not me being a contrarian and trying to say, oh, this show. Yeah. Like, I love this show. Yeah. All the way up till, and I rocked with it all season eight. You know, we were talking about. Like, I love the Battle of Winterfell. I felt like it was rushed, but okay, it satisfied me. Yeah. The Bells, I can see why she went mad. I could see them stretching it out to see her descend into darkness a little more, but I understand. Yeah. But this was like, and that's, come it, on. For me, for me, the fact that you can under, I can understand, I can follow it. I may not agree with how it's working out, but I can follow it, and it makes some sort of sense. That's why I can give it a seven. Yeah, it makes. Yeah, it makes sense. It within makes the scope sense. of the story. Yeah it it does wrap a bow around it. It does, but it was just so unsatisfying. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not saying that. Like, here's the thing, too. They might want to wait off on these spinoffs. Yeah, well, because I, yeah, because people are pissed. Now you can agree that more people are pissed than satisfied. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think no, your, no. I think your score of seven out of ten is an anomaly, and I understand what you're saying from your point of view. Is like, hey, 
And le- let me know if I'm wrong. But I feel like you're saying, hey, I understand the decisions that were made. And it closed it out. And I think I'm there with you too. Like, I understand, like, it's not crazy that Bran is king. It's not crazy that John killed Danny. I think we saw that from a mile away, though. Yeah. Like, they were building that up. But, bro, how, like, if if we know that and we're not writing, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they just checked out. Yeah. Like, so <clears throat> many different ways. Like, even that thing with, like, the dragon burning John and people seeing. Like, yeah. he don't even have to be king. You know what? Like, what, he could have just rode off with Drogon. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't even have to be king. Like, just his whole story arc of being a Targaryen was for nothing. Yeah. Why, why I, did it that, matter that we knew he was Targaryen? After the show is over, why does it matter? It, it, does, it doesn't. It, nothing matters about that. And I, get, I give you that the no face with Arya. Yeah, she, she, she developed those skills. She became a great warrior. Now they can do a show where maybe uh, I saw this on the internet. Arya the Explorer goes <laughs> west and liberates people. Yeah, she has those skills now. She's a grown up. But um, yeah, I just could you imagine like Arya, like being on the being on the throne? No. I'm saying this, not you not knowing it's her. And she reveals that it's her and nobody knows. Like the no face thing. Like I think I'm just pulling for something because I'm like I think I think I think so it's a letdown. The writer in you is is feeling let down. Me this I I, I'm I'm more of a skeptic plus it it wasn't that big of a deal because I have other shows that I'm looking forward to. Seeing the finale more, but you had than a I, than chance to Thrones. write history. That's true. what I'm saying. Like true, and, and 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 again, I I I I get that. I get it. You know, going back to what you were saying about how I kind of approached it, I I've been kind of I I came to grips with <clears throat> this whole season again. Like I said, after the Battle of Winterfell, after that happened, I've said. I, I remember sitting there and I was like, this is what's happening? Okay, if, if if this is how this, which is the biggest battle of the entire series ends, it ends in one episode, then there's nothing here. There's nothing of substance that, that, that they're, they're going to give me anything episodes. of substance. So I was already checked. I was already emotionally I agree. checked yeah. out three episodes ago. I think I was <laughs> trying to I was just hanging on, so maybe that's why you were able to accept it. Yeah, but like I'm because because even it, through the episode, like even when I told you, like at a split moment, I thought that. Uh, I even thought in that moment when Danny died that Arya was there. You know, like yeah, yeah, like Arya stabbed her in the back, and John would have freaked out. You know, like just something different. But like I can see if I. If I went into it like knowing that okay, this is may not be what I wanted, but this is a close. Yeah, 
again, I had no expectations that that anything was gonna go well. Yeah, I I was more so on the ride of okay, how are they going to tie everything up into a close with this happening with such and such nine this happening this happening this happening okay they're they're moving Danny to look like she's a tyrant now okay this is completely out of everybody's character. It doesn't make sense, but I want to see how they're going to tie everything up. And did they really tie everything up? In a sense, it like it, they checked boxes, yes. But did did it? They left it wide it open. Cor- yeah. Did it correlate with the series? Absolutely not. Like absolutely. So not. we don't even really know if Danny is dead. Yes, we do. Do we? Yeah. Because there's nothing that. I mean, she was. John she was came back gone. to life. She's not. She's not John Snow. We don't have the Lord of Light. Let's the Lord of God dang Light, bro. Yeah, that whole prophecy what? was thrown out the window. What in the world happened? Okay, that whole what prophecy was thrown out. The window. We ne- we we only saw a shadow. We didn't hear anything. We didn't even get to see this Lord of Light. That that whole prophecy that that aggra- me, aggravated me more. That's what I'm saying. Than like the ending. It's it's of not. It's not just. This specific episode It's just like So with the series finale Everything accumulates And Like to this grand thing Right I just felt like I invested in Different storylines In my mind That I can see Different things happening That meant nothing John being Us finding out About him being a Targaryen Meant nothing I felt I feel cheated Even with the Three Eyed Raven thing because I felt yeah. like it all just went to him being the greatest king. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, that's cool. But that even that goes against the character of the Three Eyed Raven, who is not supposed to have any sort of lordship over anything. Yeah, and he said it, and he was sticking to it, right? He was like, "I don't want it. I don't want it." And then that smug line: "Why do you think I'm here? Why do you think I came all this way?" I felt like that was like like the I, writers just pimp slapped me with some baby powder in their hand. <laughs> right in the what, face. What was that movie? Uh How High. Yeah. I felt like I they just to the pimps, United Pimps of America. Wow. I felt like they just like how can we just make everybody pissed? Like, I couldn't imagine being at a watch party. Oh no, no, no. I would have had to get up out of there because I know some people were pissed. So, okay. After the brand becomes king, we get... <laughs> Here's another thing. John is sentenced to go back to the Night Watch. And this has been a meme. If you're a Game of Thrones fan or not, you've seen this meme. Why is there a Night Watch? Okay, I understand maybe the Night Watch is symbolic of a prison, right? Where you just go there and serve, you can't have a family. That's what the Unsullied wanted, right? The Unsullied say they're going to the Isles of, um, I forgot the name of it. But they're going to where Masande said that she wanted to go, right? Yep. They're leaving. John could just stay... (laughs) Like just that's why he went. That, that's why Tormont was there, and he went with him. 
He's not staying there. He's not staying yeah, there. Yeah, he's not saying that. I'm just saying, like, he really didn't have. So. Winter's he, over. He gets to. He still he still gets his freedom. He just yeah. can't see his family. He's now he, the he's king of the free people. So that's that poetic yeah. side. Like he's he's really the king of the true north. Yeah. The north northern the people that are get. free. Yeah, the free. Um Sansa becomes queen of the north. So after they say Bran, um Sansa threw some shade said you can't even have children. You ain't your hammer don't work no more. She don't know. Yeah, his hammer. He probably, you know, he probably get down. I mean, he can go into other animals. Can he? <laughs> <laughs> I can see. So then, then they said this too. Oh, I'll be right back. That Sully can have their own kingdom. This is gonna last for one generation. Right. <laughs> they can't reproduce. They can't. They can't. They I didn't even think about that. Like it's just gonna be a whole bunch of old unsullied warriors. Old dudes. Like that's why that's what I'm saying. Like all this stuff don't make sense. Scissor, like scissoring each other. Yes, yeah, they they're scissoring each other. They can't produce nothing. Like Okay, then Sansa becomes Queen of the North. I thought that she always wanted to do that. And there's been some theories that Sansa, I mean, she was the true manipulator. Like she, Tyrion pulled strings, but Sansa pulled Tyrion. Because she learned from um, Littlefinger Mm -hmm. and Cersei. So she knew how to manipulate people from the people that manipulated her. I always felt like she didn't deserve any throne at all. Sansa? Yeah. She didn't to me she didn't deserve it because she's been so I felt like she was corrupted by Littlefinger and uh what you call it. I think it's a it's a case of seeing the world for what it truly was because she yeah. was always excited about being married to Joffrey, right? Because of the the stories of being a queen and you know, yeah. like just a yeah. fairy tale. Then she got hit with the real world. When everybody was running up in there. And now she like, okay. Oh, yeah. You know. So, I think she became <clears throat> smarter. I think she was an un... Like... like it's, it's, it's some people that's on Team Sansa out there. Oh, yeah. She yeah, really grew up. And I was glad to see her be Queen of the North. Not the actually. North was... I mean, from the beginning, season one, the North was always considered its own. Right? Even yeah. they, they used to joke saying that, you know, you know, the people from the north, they don't follow what we do. Like the North remembers. Yeah, like so I, I understand that. Um, Arya of course goes west. And she said that in season I think it was season five or season six, but she said that's west of Westeros. Yeah. To the actor that she was supposed to kill. But um Yeah. And then John, the last scene of the entire series was him well a couple of scenes he finally got to he reunited with ghost and he got oh the pet God. ghost that that pissed me off they just more pushed, than they any, just put that in there more than anything of this entire episode the fact that everybody so many people are concerned with him and being reunited with ghost like 
Are really people people that concerned about a goddamn oh, dog? Oh, I was happy. It's a it's symbolic. It's a darn dog, bro. Season one, they all all the Starks had uh, dire wolves, right? Yes. Every last one of them. Every was time they're yeah, and symbolically, when their dire wolf was killed, a major shift for that character. Happened. That okay, okay. That's, that's so fine. with John. That's cool. But my thing is, hold my, on. Let me fit with John. With with Ghost. Ghost was beat up. He wasn't dead. John never changed. He was always loyal throughout this whole series. So with Ghost being alive, he's beat up. He got scars, just like John got scars. But he never changed. Every time. People got out of character with their with their um like when they had a major shift with their character, their dire wolf died. Yeah, I got that. My my issue is not with that. It's with the people. It's with the this, fans. This is why they were mad. The fan no 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 like <laughs> the animal lovers. Oh, okay. Like that that's what I'm talking about. Like I can the see animal that. lovers, it's like that's 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 what y'all are concerned of. But did that's you, what y'all are concerned with. Whether or not Ghost is back or not, and then y'all like cheering. So like, that, but remember when he gave Ghost? He Ghost had to stay, right? When he said Ghost, yes. he didn't stay even pet Tormund. Ghost. So, but so? but they but they asked him why didn't he pet Ghost? So who asked him? People, did you hear what the writer said? What the producer said? No, they said that. They didn't have the budget for the CGI. So? That was a lame excuse, bro. So? Ghost is a big part of the story, bro. So? You just don't like dogs. I, <laughs> you just don't like dogs. I, I just... I just it's, it's symbolic, I don't, bro. I don't I'm see, not saying that... I don't see it as a problem. I, I, I really don't. For I me, really don't. It was, it's, it's not a, to me, it's not that big a part of the story. It's not. It's not. It may be symbolism, but I don't really care about it. So I don't really make that big of a difference whether or not he pets him. Okay, yeah, you're saying goodbye to the dog. Okay, that's great. If if you had that dire wolf protected him, like through a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. If and you're leaving your dog and you're going to leave them there knowing that he can He might die. You might die. You just like, oh, just stay here. In the beginning, they made such a big point about the wolves, the dire wolves. Even the dire wolf that he had was a runt. He was the smallest dire wolf. So it's like to keep the consistency. Like I don't care either, but I'm just saying they dropped the ball, and they. They forced it into this episode to uh, make the fans happy. It be, it's 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 like this, like me writing a story, and like not bringing everything together. Like it's not all, like in, like it's just not put together well. Like that's a I, big point. I got, I got you. Like Ghost was. Big, even his name, Ghost. Like, John was re- resurrected. 
Like Ghost went through all the battles, survived. He was the runt. John was the bastard. Like he was the only wolf that was all white with the red eyes. Like this was it was just it went hand in hand, and people were upset that you that the writers or the producers or whatever made a big excuse saying that the reason why they didn't, cause who cares if he leaves Ghost or not. That can be a part of sim- symbolism. But to say that the reason why they didn't have that scene is because they didn't have the budget for the CGI when they had three dragons. Maybe they didn't have a budget for it. Bro, you you accept this excuse? Yes. Bro, you know how much I don't I don't know how, I don't know I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how they This is one of the biggest But if TV they say they didn't have the budget for it, they lying. They probably didn't have a budget. This what for they it. this what they couldn't say. That we dropped the ball. That he should have did that. Okay. We'll accept it for what it is. I accept Game of Thrones for what it is. Here's the thing. It was a good it's show. Not, it's not just it that. It was a good show. It was a good show. Did it end great? No. Not at all. And that's what's... That's what's making... But is it enough to make you... Sorry for watching the show at all? No, it's not. But well, it could have been great. Let's stop acting like it is. It could have been great. It could have been. Anything could have been. Lost could have been great. Yeah. Heroes should have been great. But we get let down once people. Would you get ever to the watch this series again? Probably. I can't. Because knowing what I know, like Breaking Bad, I done watched it three times at least. Because I knew that the story was together. So you'll only rewatch something if if it ends cohesively it's going to make me crazy if i know that but this part if, doesn't matter i i can i can watch i can watch a show or a series or a movie over and over again because i can i know that i'll see something that i didn't see before and i may understand a little bit more that i didn't understand good before. you brought that point up with with game of thrones people are so invested there has been so many podcasts so many videos about theories about Plots about different things that we saw, and they meant nothing. Yeah, that's you know, it's the way it's the way of the world. Sometimes. No, I don't accept it's that. The, it, I don't. You have to. No, because it's a, it's proven it's the way. If we no, it's not because there are great series. Name one other than Breaking Bad. Let me see that that ended perfectly. No, I'm not saying that it needs to end perfectly. No, no, but but the had give me something that had that did not falter at the end. I can give you movies. I, I'm not we're not talking about movies right now. We're talking about we're talking about TV series. But why should we accept that? I'm not saying that we have to accept. You said that this is the way of the well, world, and we should just accept. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's what you just you're said. Right. Out of your you're right. You're right. Okay, I'm saying. That we should, we should accept the fact that so things the, are ne- more more times than not, we are not gonna get something that's gonna blow our socks off at the end of a series, unless 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 the the writing has proven and clearly shown that that's the way that they it's work. So it's so many factors to this though. That's why Game of Thrones is out of the league of a lot of different. Shows. First of all, 
George R. R. Martin, he wrote these books, right? We saw them have an opportunity. If I'm a writer and I'm producing this show, I forgot what season. I think it was either end of season six or either season seven or something like that, where the books in the show, it is separated. You as a writer, you have so much support. HBO wanted you to do 10 episodes. You have the chance to go down in history as a writer. Your name will be known forever. It's some storylines. It's books that we know forever because of the stories that they wrote. And you just rush it and drop the ball so hard. Game of Thrones was built on this separating themselves. Like, every show was a movie. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I think I'm so disappointed. Like, it's just not a regular show. It's just not a Fox show. It's not a AMC show. Like, this has so much production. It's an HBO show. Yeah. And HBO, like, The Wire. The Wire was awesome. It ended great. Okay. I'll give you that. Like, it's... But Game of Thrones was on such a bigger level before season eight. That's what I'm saying. Like, this show was one of the greatest shows, and it still is. Still would be in the top five for me. But to see, I, I don't know how to put it. Like, I, it's just like you took something that people cared about and were so invested in it, and you didn't care about it. That's what I'm, like, that's, that's a slap in the face. I feel, I feel you on that. Like, you didn't care about it enough to put the time in. And this had more to do with your legacy than ours. Because you're the writer. Like, now people can't stand these people. These two writers. Yeah. Like, I'm scared of Star Wars trilogy now. And Star Wars has been going down <laughs> for that's, a while now. That's State Fair of Texas. State Fair Texas. What? A lot of people around here they say that's fair, so I say that's State Fair Texas. <laughs> um, I you think know, we you... could we could we could go around in circles for hours talking about it. But I want to I want to let me let me let me get I want to hear your official Zandemonium stamp on this as a whole. Give me your last your last minute. Summary of how you felt the entire series was. I think that it, Game of Thrones as a whole, was very refreshing. After Breaking Bad, I felt like, and then during this Netflix era where you can binge watch anything, the anticipation of a show coming on the next week, and the amount of support, the amount of conversations that were had with Game of Thrones is something that I don't think any show can rival. Great writing, great uh, perspective on different, different perspectives were given during this whole series. Uh, surprises, um, character development was great. And I felt like season eight was a flat tire to the journey that it could have been. And 
I still think that Game of Thrones is top five, but I'm very disappointed in this last episode. I agree that it was some type of closure, but it felt like you gave me a hot pocket instead of the dinner that I deserved. <laughs> and for me, I feel like Game of Thrones has been a it's been a great show. I think it's been a tragic show. It, it's had a tragic ending, which is kind of poetic along with the actual show because the show is all about tragedy in pursuit of a this one main goal. But um, as a whole, I, I still consider it in the top five of all-time shows for now that I've seen. Um, but in a lot of ways, it's kind of gone the same way as of a lot of shows where they, they, they're really, really strong. But some for some reason at the very end, it's like they, it, just, it just can't be tied together cohesively and make a lot of sense. So I think it's great. I think it I think it still is a great show. It had an okay ending. But that okay ending and the steep decline from the last season had taken it away from amazing status. But it'll always be a great show and I I don't mind going back to rewatch it again. So with that with all that being said, I am 100% looking forward to Mr. Robot <laughs> because the writing is immaculate. It's it, it's immaculate. It, it really is. I know and we I know we get to the end. We we gonna do it. But I've been hearing you talk about this, the writing and stuff. That's how I felt with Game of Thrones, and if. And if at the end of Mr. Robot they just jam some stuff together, wouldn't you feel disappointed? Yeah, absolutely. Because of the potential. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If 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 Mr. Robot ends the same way the Game of Thrones is, I'll be just as pissed off as you. Yeah. Because I, I think I'm more invested in Mr. Robot than I am than I was uh Game of Thrones, probably because I had a lot of time to to, you know, anticipate it. And just really, I got more invested in the other shows because I was really high on Game of Thrones. I was telling everybody to watch it. And then now I'm extremely high on Mr. Robot and I want everybody to watch it because it's it's such an amazing show right now. And I'll tell you what, we're going to do, uh, I'm going I'm to trust Matt. I'm going to jump out there. He hasn't led me wrong yet in the shows that, I like to watch because he kind of like we're like brothers. He knows the type of shows that I like. Uh, we're gonna do a series on Mr. Robot. Let us know if there's any series that we need to be watching. Uh, email us, uh, put it in the comments, and we want to thank you. We're back. DLC guys are back. Make sure you you like, subscribe, comment, turn on your notifications. Um, five stars on iTunes. Let's keep it going. Um, let us know what you felt A 1 out of 10 score on Game of Thrones What did you feel Alright and we'll see you back next week Alright I'm out Peace Peace